The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Burns Police, how can I direct your call? Yeah, well, I'm not really sure how to tell you. Here's my house has been broken into. What's the name and address? I'll send an officer right Don't over. Don't know that that's necessary. See, it's, uh, well, it's my light bulbs. Light bulbs? Every damn lamp in the house, every ceiling fixture, every flashlight, every bulb inside the fridge, they're all gone. You're saying somebody broke in and stole your light bulbs? Yep, that's what I'm saying. Last night, I went around the house shutting off the lights. When I get up in the morning, there's no turning them back on. I checked with my neighbor. Same deal over there. Every last light bulb, gone. Except cockroaches, the Aurora cult. I'm sorry, how do you know they're responsible? They left a note, the little black business card, put it on the end table beside my bed. What did the note say, sir? The long night is coming. How safe do you feel? Join the Aurora and find salvation. Wolverine, The Long Night. Chapter 7, You're Next. Sorry, we're we're close. Right, right, right. I saw the sign, but the uh, the door was unlocked. I, I, I figured I'd try my luck. Uh, I, I like the name of your shop, by the way. Resurrection Taxidermy. You snuff them, we stuff them. <laughs> it's good. <clears throat> I'm a Special Agent Marshall. I'm Renee Stevenson. I'm, I'm in the middle of something. Right, you're so. working on that bear, right? That Brent Langrock killed? Yeah, I, w- I was just hoping to see it. Why? Well, I'm curious. Yeah, taxidermy is uh, something I don't know much about. Oh. Well, it's an industry up here, and right. hunting season's my busiest time. Right, so right, right. And, and the bear just, what, just jumped to the front of the line, right? Because they want their trophy. I get it. Hey, how are you arranging it, by the way? Upright? Look, I hope with arms mind, outraised. I, I mean, are they going to put work. it in the police station, town hall, or anything I, like that? Or is it going to be part of Langrock's private I collection? I really don't know. Well, you work with the Langrocks. A lot, don't you? I do. With Brent? Right? Uh, I I bet he's told you some good hunting stories. Some. (laughs) Can you tell me one or two? I mean, he seems like kind of a legend around here. (laughs) Oh. Hey there. Mr. Langrock? Oh, Hudson. We met briefly the other day. What are you doing here? He... I... We're, we're just talking about the bear and your brother. And I, I, I was there, you know, uh, Split Rock Canyon. I saw Brent and, well, I've never seen anything like that. A knife fight with a grizzly. Yeah, he's quite the alpha. <laughs> he certainly likes to think so. You know what, uh, Hudson, I'm really glad we run into each other. I've just been wanting to sit down with you and talk to you about Brent. Do you all. mind? I Here. need to set this yeah. down. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, what do you have there? Sorry about that. 
Dr. Beckman, Agent Pierce, you could have just called instead of showing up here. Dinah is still unresponsive. I'm actually here to talk about something else. Okay. Tell me about the drug use in this area. What uh, kind? Synthetics. Meth, oxy, fentanyl. Are you seeing a lot of overdoses in the ER? Of course. Alaska's one of the worst in the country for substance abuse. All this darkness does a number on people. They go to the clinic in town, the one the Langrock set up. If I see them here, it means they're bad off. Sometimes seizuring, suffering cardiac arrest. Can you give me some names? You know, I'm glad I could help last time. I really hope that bite mark is valuable to the investigation, but there is such a thing as privacy laws. Well, I am the law, and there is no such thing as privacy anymore. Do you talk to people like this when you're not working, or are you only rude when you're on the clock? Well, I'm always on the clock, and right now I'm trying to stop people from dying. Let's go in here. What are you looking for? Look. There's a drug pipeline running through Burns. If I can gather information from people on the bottom, I might be able to nail some people at the top. Are there any patients that stand out? You're stationed at the police department, right? Just walk down the hall. What do you mean? One of them is a cop. A cop? A year ago, he almost died. Fentanyl overdose. Only had three milligrams, but the stuff is 50 times more powerful than heroin. I dosed him with Naxalone over and over, and he came out of it a few days later. Next thing I know, he's handing out traffic tickets. Name? Did you hear what I said about privacy laws? I did. But I'm trying to help this town. No one will know you told me. Bobby. Bobby Reed? That's it. Are you sure? You did not get this for me. Bobby's an addict? Allegedly. I'll admit, he always seemed a little bit off to me. I don't know, I just... Maybe that's just a mask. What do you mean? When Bobby told Ridge he wanted in on the drug trade, everything I thought I knew about him just shifted. How? (sighs) Maybe he's smarter, more devious than he seems. I have my doubts about his intelligence. Take a listen to this. What? But we planted on Bobby. It's dead, no signal, and here's the last recording we grabbed before it blanks out. 
They're in a car. The surveillance cameras show him and Ridge leaving the station together yesterday afternoon. You know where they're going? That's one of the things we need to figure out. Here it comes. You know what this is, Bobby? Uh, a gun. Wrong. It's a 357 Smith & 4.125 inch barrel, single and double action. Got it for my 14th birthday. Never been proud for my hand since. I know it in and out, up and down, left and right. And that's why I trust it. Because when you know something, you own it. That's why I hired you, Bobby. Because of what I am. I needed more. But given how delicate the situation is here in Vancouver, couldn't hire just anybody, could I? No. No. Sometimes, when you're carrying around a world of responsibility, you gotta make hard decisions. I make the hard decisions because I want Burns to survive and prosper. I prefer a town where my only concern is the occasional drunk driver. You bet. But that's not Burns. You gotta break the law to keep the peace, sir. That's it, Bobby. You understand? I do. That's it? It's ridiculous that the mics aren't satellite linked. You try to sell, of course? It's off. Out of range. Keeps going to voicemail. Okay, so to review, right before they left the station, Bobby told Ridge what he saw. Drugs were being transported via the lumber shipments, and he wanted in on it. Rich is crooked, but he's the kind of crooked who thinks he's doing the right thing. He's trying to help this town. His tone in the car and the display of the gun, that was a reminder that he's in charge. So what's next for Bobby? Ridge is gonna give him an education in trafficking? Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Maybe put him on a security detail. After what happened on the boat and at the sawmill, they're no doubt expecting another attack. So what do you think? Should we hit up Bobby's address? Search the apartment, see if we can dig up any intel? No, 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 not yet. This is a small town. Even if we leave no trace, we'll likely be observed. Let's assume he trusts us. I'm fairly certain he even likes us. Let's just keep it that way. So we'll wait for him. Okay. Something else you want me to look into instead? The doctor got paged away when I was talking to her. Since I was there, I decided to help myself to some information. There are dome cameras in every room and hallway. Where this is going. It wasn't hard to find the servers. No firewall, full access. I've uploaded everything to the cloud. Uh, guess I'll start scanning all the surveillance footage. Anything in particular you want me to look for? Bobby, his admission and recovery. You claim he's smarter than he looks? Well, I want to know as much about him as I can. Okay, I'm on it. Meanwhile, I'm going to pay a visit to the library. The library? I've got a theory that I want to test out. Hi there, uh, Agent Pierce. I'm here for the maps. All right, okay. <clears throat> anyway. Sorry. I'm sorry about that, yeah. Why do you have all of these cats? Honestly, I don't get a lot of visitors. And, and, and the kitties, great companions. They keep me company. Don't you snickerdoodle. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Let me uh, go ahead and... Uh, have you ever heard of such a thing? Somebody stealing light bulbs? Uh, apparently, they hit almost every building in town. Hmm. There we go. Now we can. Uh, now we can actually see what we're looking at. Go away. 
Would you like some tea? Nice hot glass of tea. Earl Grey, maybe. Chai. Why don't we just take a look at the maps? <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Come around my side of the mm. desk if you'd like. As requested, here are all the old geologic survey maps. Leave. Wow, these kitties are anxious around you, huh? Animals. They've always said animals. Very intuitive. I'm interested oh, in the yeah. cave systems in particular. Can you show me what I'm looking at? Great, yeah. Why Why? why caves? Just show me. If you're looking to check out caves, my, my house is actually built over a cave. My basement is a cave. No. Anyway, what's the date? What's the date on this? 1986. Yeah, that's the most recent one I could find. There's no mines or anything around here, so nobody's really interested in what's going on in the ground. Can you uh, remove the cat? I need to scan this map. Come here, Moonbeam. We gotta be careful around this, this lady. Since I'm here, yeah, I wonder if you might be able to help me with something else. Yeah, sure. Yeah, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Tarek? Tarek. Uh, yeah, it means uh, means shadow. That's the that's the shadow country. And is there any folklore connected to it? Yeah, yeah, but its uh, its its origins are, are kind of a mishmash. What do you mean by that? Well, it started as a native legend, and then gets picked up, passed around by loggers, trappers that that pass through, it, it, it appropriated. Okay. It's spooky stuff, actually. They say there's poisoned springs, shadows that look like monsters. You know, mm. that's why it's the Shadowland and. And what now? They say the trees eat birds. You look over there, it's old growth forest. You'll see most of it around here, second growth. You know why that is? They tried to log it like every other section. This is maybe like 70 years ago, a uh, hundred. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly when. What I do know, everyone in the logging camp was slaughtered. Huh. In one night. I'm talking dozens of men ripped to pieces. So much blood, the ground turns to mud. <laughs> Those are good stories. Mm. Especially this time of year, you know, when things are getting darker. Yes. Thank you for the stories and the maps no. and your time. Please, thank you so much for the... Comp- bye. Uh, bye. Logging through thousands of hours of hospital surveillance footage, my brain feels like it's going to break. Don't be so dramatic. So the dome cameras in the hospital are outfitted with sound as well. The quality is crap, but I was able to amplify it. This camera was stationed in the hospital's recovery unit. What are we even looking at? Who, who's bandaged up in the bed? That's Sherman Moses, brother to Dinah Moses. Two hours before this video, he staggered into the emergency room, covered in blood, and collapsed. What's the date, Stan? About eight weeks ago. So... Right after Logan showed up in town. Whatever happened to Sherman, enough time has passed. He's obviously on his feet again. But look in the window. I know it's dark and grainy, but if I zoom in... There he is, Logan. 
This is the second floor. He hoists himself up on the ledge, yanks up the window, and then just crouches there like a gargoyle. What, what do you want? I wanted to make sure you were still kicking. Earlier, your hands, they... What are you? I'm the guy who saved your ass. And I'd appreciate it if you kept that between us. New to town, you know? I'm trying to keep a low profile. You understand? Yeah. Okay. You start telling stories, our next conversation's not gonna be so pleasant. I, I won't. I got it, man. I owe you. I'm lucky to be alive. Mm. <laughs> what? What's so funny? That phrase, lucky to be alive. Why is that funny? A few years ago, put a 45 in my temple, pulled the trigger. Woke up a few hours later with blood on the wall and a funny feeling in my throat. I coughed up the slug. I can't die, Sherman. So I guess you could say our outlook is a little different. I don't. You know what? You don't believe me? Oh, okay. You want, I can go leap off the top of this building, prove my point. Uh, no. I'd believe anything right now. But I don't understand why you saved me. If you don't think life's worth living, why not just let me die? <laughs> let you die? Why not just let all of them die? What? I'm sick of it. That's what? I'm sick of hurting when I could be helping. <laughs> I don't understand. My memory's a mess. I, what I do remember, I don't want to... I don't want to remember. I guess I cause a lot of collateral damage. In Afghanistan, outside Kabul, there was a girl who died because of me. She got caught up in the crossfire while I was working my way through this warlord's compound, room by room, leaving behind body after body after body. In Burma, in Bago, I, I was supposed to kill everybody at this banquet, but it turned out to be everybody at the hotel, more or less. In Pyongyang, there was a prison camp. Outside Kinshasa, there was a warehouse, and on and on. The short version is I can't die. So I've got to live with what I've done. Saving you might just be a drop in the bucket, but it's something. What do you think? I think I'm going to pay my friend Sherman a visit. You want to come? I've got some data mining to work on. We'll reconnect later. Burns Police Department. No, ma'am, we haven't yet located the missing Hey, Agent Marshall, hold up, Sheriff. You seen Bobby? Can't help you. Yeah, yeah, that's your attitude. I know you can't help me, but do you have any idea where he is? You don't know? No, I don't goddamn know. Why would I goddamn ask you? I just maybe, well, maybe he's sick. No, he didn't call in. He's not answering his cell. Go straight to voicemail. Seem worried. Yeah, well... Why are you so worried? Because, you know, he's, he's, he's a good kid. Listen, you see him, you tell him to call me pronto. some more fish for me, Agent Marshall? Got a few browns in the cooler? No, not this time. I guess you could say I came for a refund. Refund, huh? Nope, you brought your receipt and proof of purchase. We know about you and Logan. 
That right, huh? Yeah. Kinda sounds like I'm not the only one fishing. Look, we've seen the surveillance video. He brought you to the hospital. He's the one who helped you. Sherman, he's a killer. Talk to me. Okay. You know, I heard they're, uh, they're thinking about transferring your sister to Anchorage. The free clinic. Can't imagine her getting the same sort of attention she gets here. Where are you going with this, Marshal? I can make certain that she stays here. The hell you can. If I assign her special witness status, she stays. Promise you do that? Yeah, I promise. I'm not helping you, understand? I'm just telling you what happened so that you'll leave me alone. Okay. I wasn't too far from here where it happened. You listening? Salmon run so thick that day I could have walked across the river. I didn't need a pole, only a spear. Sockeye were starting to die off and the rainbows were ripping at the carcasses, eating them. The water was thick with rot. About a half hour in, I get that feeling. You know the one I mean? That old skin crawling feeling when you know you're not alone? So I turn around and there they are. The wolves. Ten or twelve of them. All with their hackles raised, creeping forward, making a half ring around me. I holler at them, swinging my arms, chuck a rock or two, but that don't do nothing but get them riled up. I see wrinkled snouts, too many teeth, they growl. Make me shiver just remembering. So I toss some fish, some silver, some rainbows. Them wolves only got eyes for me. And this big gray bunched for me. I take a swipe with the spear. If I lose my balance, screw up my ankle good on a rock. Fall on my ass. And that's it. I'm as good as gone. I throw up my arms and I see nothing but sky. Burn, bangs. It's all too fast to process. One's got me by the elbow, another's got me by the calf, another's clamped down on my shoulder. And I'm on my way to getting hollowed out, chewed down to the spine. I don't know where it came from. Suddenly he was there, and that for a second I thought, thought he was a freaking Wendigo. I didn't know his name then. I just see this short little brick of a dude in flannel shirt and jeans and a set of mutton chops. The thing I couldn't get over. He had these claws, man. These big freaking claws, like he was some kind of animal. The wolves came after him, and he moved faster than my eyes could track. Dodging one way, slashing this way, that way. Not killing them, but hurting. He was yelling something, but I don't think it was words, just rage. It came down to him, the big gray. It was Logan who proved himself the Alpha. Don't really know how I got to the hospital, but when I woke up in that recovery room, fuzzed up, painkillers, I thought I might have dreamt the whole thing. You've been in contact since? Even if I had, do you think I'm going to turn in the guy who saved my life? Told you. I'm not helping you. Just telling you what happened. He's a killer. Yeah, well, 
Some killing needs to be done. Like those nine men on the Lang Rock boat? Couldn't tell you nothing about that. What about Sandy Evans? What about Jessica Riley? What about your sister? Seriously? Are you that stupid? You are that stupid, aren't you? Don't bother asking me any more questions. Sherman obviously knows more than that. But he was done talking. Look, I'll give it a day or two before I try him again. I can tell from the way you can't stop moving, Agent Pierce, that you're eager to share something with me. I had better luck than you. Yeah? I was thinking about Logan hitting the Langrock boat. The boat where the fisherman remembered seeing drugs, drugs that were never mentioned in the police report. Mm-hmm. Next thing Logan does, he hits the Langrock sawmill. Bobby saw drugs after the explosion. Okay. So to follow Logan, we need to follow the drugs. Right. So let's say Langrock is pulling the equivalent of a Pablo Escobar, drug smuggling fronted by a legitimate business. The drugs come off the boats, along with the fish, into the cannery, which is right there along the dock. Sure. So why not ship through them? Because... Why export through the sawmill? I don't know. Food is perishable. Tightly regulated. You've got the FDA, you've got inspectors. The cannery is the way in, but... Lumber is the way out. Nobody pays attention to wood. We're missing a step, though. The intermediary. The drugs come in as raw bundles. They leave processed, bagged, and bottled. Where is that happening? And and how are they getting everything from one location to another? I got a feeling you're going to tell me. Okay, first, look at this map. Okay. The docks and the cannery are here. Yeah. And the sawmill is here. Gotcha. Now, transpose that map onto this geologic survey. What is that? Is that a cave? Five miles of underground channels link the two properties. So there's our distribution artery. But where is the processing center? You find it? I guessed they were keeping it off-site and below ground, but I knew they'd have to tap into the grid for power. So that's when I looked up property holdings and electric bills and found this. You see this 10-acre plot? The Yukon Terrace Trailer Park? Guess who it's owned by? Langrock? Good guess. I took a drive there a few hours ago. It's outside of town, down a gravel road, no signage, not visible from the highway. I parked a quarter mile away and made my way through the woods. I wasn't planning on engaging, just gathering intel. But I knew I was too late when I smelled smoke. This chemical residue underlying it. There were four trailers charred husks, not much left beyond the frames. Still smoking, so I wasn't able to examine them. But there were bodies inside. Bones mixed up with melted vinyl. I also noted scales and beakers indicative of a lab. I discovered two more bodies separate from the fire, both men. The first had a three-tined slash mark that ran across his chest. The second was missing an arm. He had crawled 20 or so feet through the dirt, bleeding a trail of blood behind him. He was lying beside what looked like a bunker. The cave entrance. I would have explored more, but there was smoke pouring out of it. When I heard the approaching sirens, I figured it would be better if I wasn't there. 
But before I made for the woods, I saw something I hadn't noticed before. The dead man hadn't crawled. He'd been dragged. His blood had left a trail in the dirt. It spelled something out. A message. You're next. Starring Richard Armitage as Wolverine. Directed by Brendan Baker. Assistant directed by Chloe Presinos. Produced by Jenny Radlett and Daniel Fink. Written by Benjamin Percy. Scott Adsit as Sheriff Ridge. Bob Balaban as Joseph Langrock. Zoe Chow as Mallory. Otto Isando as Agent Marshall. Celia Keenan-Bolger as Agent Pierce. Andrew Keenan-Bolger as Bobby. Brian Stokes Mitchell as Prophet. Jordan Bridges as The Fisherman. David Call as Hudson Langrock, Chris Gethard as The Librarian, Armando Riesco as Taxidermist, Cheske Spencer as Sherman Moses, Joanne Tucker as Dr. Beckman, Freddie Walker-Brown as Dispatch. Our associate producer is Chloe Wilson. Our production manager is Emily Pontecorvo, casting by Shana Markowitz. Our recording engineer is Colin Alexander. Production assistants from Stephanie Karayuki, Carly Krim, and Frank Cooper. Original composition by Deru. Additional music by Max Spranzi. Sound design and mixing by Brendan Baker and Chloe Presinos. Post-production services provided by Phenomophon. Production legal by Eric Spiegelman, Lindsay Bowen, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Dan Buckley, Joe Casada, Dan Silver, Axel Alonso, and Chris Bannon. Our executive editor is Peter Clowney. Marvel's consulting producers are Harry Goh and Sarah Amos. Special thanks to CDM Studios, Matt Gorley, Parabolic Studios, SAG-AFTRA, and Wagon Road Camp. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. For even more Wolverine, The Long Night, listen to the Marvel After Show, hosted by Christina Harrington and Gerard Milligan. Wolverine is a production of Marvel and Stitcher, 